0: It was Bradley's idea. It was a dull night, and in the dingy little room at headquarters where the reporters on the police beat gathered, Bradley, of the Express, tired of playing three-handed stud and waiting for something to happen. Ah. Ah. I've had it. Well, what do you mean you've had it? I've had it. i F I D I've had it. The man's had it. Yep. I guess I've had it too. I reckon I'll go home. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, tell you what. Let's play a joke on old Pop play a joke on old Pop. Pop Henderson was the night attendant on duty at the morgue in the basement of the building. Funny place to play a joke. Funny person to play a joke on. Pop Henderson, watchman at the morgue. But Bradley was like that, you see. He was a jokester. And that's how it all began. The hour had gone long beyond midnight. Biotex, the new soak and free wash powder presents Beyond Midnight by Michael McCabe. Just soak just soak, just soak, just soak in Biotex. Just soak, just soak in Biotex. Just soak, just soak in Biotex. If you have wondered how to get your washing really stain-free, understand this. Biotex removes the stains and dirt washing won't. Just soak, just soak in Biotex. Stains, grass stains, tiresome collar and cuff stains, ingrained dirt, soil and grime. Out they all come, and you don't stir a finger. Just soak. Just soak in Biotech. Biotechs with natural enzymes is the pre-wash powder with the most enzymes to give you extra pre-wash power. Absolutely no rubbing, no color loss, no fabric wear. Use it for cotton, silks, woolen, synthetics. Use it to make new again. Soaking in biotex removes the stains and dirt, but washing won't. Just, Just soak. Just soak in, in biotex. Uh, so, how about it? How about what? Let's get old pop a little bit, huh? huh? What do you say? Now I'll leave old Pop alone. He's not very bright. Should have been retired years ago. Slow witted. So he's slow witted. Well, you've got to be working in the morgue. <laughs> so who cares? So he's slow witted. I got a gag. B O F. Morgan. Huh? Let's go and get old Pop a bit, huh? Ah, uh, I don't care. I've had enough. I gotta wait till the paper's gone to bed. Sure. What? Kind of joke, Bradley. Ha, <laughs> joke, boy. Wait and see. He's old Come, God he's God never probably. been retired anyhow. His age, huh? Well, he's got obligations. Got to work. Wife's an invalid. He needs the dough. Now, what does he do all night long in the morgue then? Read? Does he read or something? Read? He can't see your hand three feet from his face. No, he don't read. Listen to the radio? How should I know? How about it, huh? Night watchman in the morgue. Well, Johnny, what do you want when you're all grown up and leave school? Please, teacher, I want to be night watchman at the city morgue. <laughs> Come on, you guys. It's a bad night. Need something. Huh? What do you say? What do you say, Morgan? Morgan the morgue. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Leave Pop alone. He's old. Oh, so he's old for Pete's sake. So everybody don't laugh anymore just because they get old? Come on. Oh, yeah, why not? Come on, let's go on down. See, old Pop. Boy, I like to drink Hey, maybe Pop's got booze down in the board. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I get all those little crackers and don't stack tickets, that's all. He keeps bottles and bottles of my whiskey there for the friggin'. Bradley was an inveterate, practical joker. He had a reputation for thinking up original gags. To him it was the joke that counted. He didn't care whom it was on. Pop Henderson sat in his tiny office. He was long past retiring age, but he had commitments. He didn't read or listen to the radio. He just sat, night after night, waiting for his shift to be over. Along one wall of the main room were 20 compartments, about 18 by 24 inches, just big enough to hold a full-grown man, providing, of course, he had no intention of turning over. And no one who occupied one of the compartments ever did. They were refrigerated, with the temperature below freezing. Uh, hey there, Pop. We'd like to see number 11. Just had a tip. He may be that missing New York banker. Number 11? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What are you going to do, Brad? Shut up. Uh, yeah. Number 11, Pop. your yeah, voice. Is it the one you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks like him okay. Now listen, get the record on this guy for us, Pop, will you? Okay, Mr. Bradley. Okay. Okay, Morgan, come with me. Fer, you go with Pop. Keep him in the office. Furness followed the old man out. And Bradley and Morgan got busy preparing for the joke. Furness kept Paul in the office pretending to look through the papers of number 11 until Morgan came in. Oh, there's no need to bother, Pop. I guess we we made a mistake. You can put 11 back to bed. Uh, Come on, sir. Let's go back and play a few more hands. Okay. The two newspaper men went back upstairs and Pop methodically, put away the papers in their file. Then, with the same slow, unhurrying movements of a man who is waiting out his life on a job, he trudged back into the big morgue room toward the open compartment, the extended slab, and the sheeted figure lying on it. He was a dozen feet from it when the sheet stirred. And the sheeted figure slowly sat up, where am I? What have you done to me? What have you done to me? You tried to kill me. Wait, see. He's alive. He's come back. Start. Start. you quick. What is does it cost? He's alive. You really come on down. Start. What does it cost? What it Oh, boy. Oh, that's your head. The pants off him, okay? <laughs> now, come on. Get the cards out quick before the sergeant gets down here. He's also given the worst disposition in the state, and he will be sore. Oh, boy. up look at me. He is Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You should have seen his face. <laughs> hey, what's the matter with you guys, huh? Great gag. Morgan. You look like it's Christmas and you don't have a dime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha, ha. Funny, funny, huh? Some cut up, huh? The real comic kiss from Funnyville. Great. I'm laughing like I'm tired. I'm dying. his face. <laughs> He's as sore as a boy on a camel's back. <laughs> hey, what's the matter with you two guys? Can't you laugh at a joke? Yeah, I'm going out. If the shop calls, tell them I'm checking on the story. Ah, sore head. Well, maybe it wasn't such a good idea after all. Oh, well, I guess I'll go out and have a quick one and go home. Faber's gone to bed anyway. Now, hey, why? Come on, play cards, something. No, oh, no, I don't want to play cards. Brad. Yeah, but you can't go home. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, okay? Sure, sure, great. You give a couple of guys a laugh and they don't want to know no more. Like laughs is easy to come by in this lousy place. See you, Brad. Yeah, see ya, happy guy. Don't see something funny outside and bust your sides. Joke. Go home to bed. Who wants to go home to bed? I don't want to go home to bed. Huh? Oh, hi, Pop. You should not have done that, Mister Bradley. Give me a bad turn. I don't mind that. The thing is. You got me into trouble with Sergeant Roberts. He keeps complaining about me anyhow. And me busting in on him just now got him real mad. Yeah, well, you see, Pop, when I we got down there and found all the corpses just like they should be, first he said I was imagining things. Then when I said you press fellers had just been done, he figured out it was just one of your jokes. Yeah, Pop, well, there it if is. If I fell for any more jokes or made any more mistakes, he'd see to it I'd have to resign. Like I should have done years ago. And I can't resign. i got to have the money. So, Mr. Bradley. No more jokes, please. (sighs) And Bradley looked around him at the dingy little office and felt bad. Not for what he'd done to Pop, but because the night had suddenly turned sour on him. His friends had gone, and Bradley felt lonely and unwanted and a bit stupid. Yeah, well, I guess that was the fastest that old man's moved for more than 20 years. <laughs> guess I'll ring the paper and go home. No, I don't want to go home. And that was Bradley's biggest mistake. He should have gone home. He should have gone home there and then. If he had, what happened after in the morning's small hours wouldn't have happened. But it did happen. Because Bradley, you see, was a jokester with no taste. No taste at all. I feel like a new man. It's a lovely day today. Okay. I took a grandpa headache powder, and I'm world well better. When colds and flu are about, grandpa headache powders are what you need. Grandpa headache powders work fast, because they dissolve almost immediately. Grandpa makes all those dreadful flu symptoms disappear quickly. So, whenever you're in pain, get fast relief. Get grandpa headache powders. Ah, grandpa. Just that's soak. That's Just soak that's in that's biotechs. biotechs. Stains, grass stains, collar and cut stains, ingrained dirt, soil and grime. Out they come and you don't stir a finger. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. Biotex with natural enzymes is the pre-wash powder with the most enzymes to give you extra pre-wash power. Absolutely no rubbing, no color loss, no fabric wear. Soaking in Biotex removes the stains and dirt that washing won't. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. I can't even make bad smoke rings anymore. Can't make smoke rings at all. I need a laugh. I need something. Oh, city desk, please. Extension. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, thanks. Oh, hi. City desk. Express, Bradley. Now, all quiet here. They were gone to bed. Ah, good. Okay. I'm going home. Don't look for me till tomorrow. So. to him. From the moment of his birth, Bradley was set on the journey that was going to take him to a bar near the docks after playing a joke on an old man. And in that bar... Okay. He looked around. The bar was empty, almost. Just him, the bartender, and the leathery looking little fellow with his foot on the brass rail drinking beer. The bartender looked like a man who could laugh, and the little fellow... Well, he'd have to. He was too scrawny to do anything else. <laughs> Bradley, the jokester, thinks of a gag. He bends over, as if to tie his shoelace. Deftly... Slips a match in between the sole and the upper of the little drinker's shoe. He lights the match and straightens up again and orders another drink. Give me another bartender, if you please. Hey, watch. (coughs) Wait. (coughs) 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 What? Hey, what's going on? What's the big idea, huh? The little leathery man hopped and skipped and frantically tried to put out the burning match in his shoe. Then he saw Bradley laughing. And without another word, he swung. <coughs> Bradley just had time to feel a wicked snap somewhere at the base of his skull, and all the lights went out for him. <sighs> Big slob, giving me a hot foot, me kid Wilkins. Yeah, let him find a of hard foot. He's lying awful tight. Uh, just a left of the mouth, loosen a couple of teeth that's all. Next time he'll think twice when he goes around playing them kind of gags. Yeah. But he's had It's twisted, kind of funny. Just suppose. Yeah. yeah. He's dead. dead. Dead as a nice smelt. Ted. What, it was an accident. I didn't hit him hard. It was an accident, see? Sure, kid, sure. Accident. Wait. I've got to make up the place his clothes. Accident, that's all it was. Get up, you slob. This ain't good, kid. I've got enough trouble with the cops without nobody dying in here. And you, you've got a couple of salt and battery charges And again already. ready. This ain't just bad. This is no good at all. This slob's a reporter from the Express. A reporter? A promise is better than the to get me a hot foot. And I have to hit him. I he has to break his lousy neck. Why? Tell me why. Never mind the why. i got an idea. We've got to get him out of here. Over by the docks. We'll dump him. Make it look like he got mugged. Or maybe he was plastered and took a bad dump. Yeah. Yeah, Mark. My ship sails 6 a.m. I just won't come back to this port. If anybody traces him here, he went out loaded when you're locked up. You don't know from nothing. That's it. Come on. First we take all this stuff. So they take longer identifying him. Then we take him out, okay? Okay, Mike, okay. Anything you say... Any consciousness, rather, enough to know he was still alive. He tried to move, but his body was numb, and his muscles would not obey. He felt no pain, no sensations of any kind. He couldn't even be sure in what position he was lying, though he thought he was on his back. Mm. Spent a month in at that time. I couldn't hardly move at all. Okay, this is worse. I need to I heard it crack as I went down. I heard it crack. Okay, don't use fine in. What? All oh, right, love at the time. What happened? From the looks of his face, he was mud. And I did found even in? No, he was all the way when the intern got to him. Well, in Charlie's cold night, no, he's sitting there he couldn't find any parts of heartbeat, so he sent him along to you. I didn't get you? No, nothing, nothing at all. So? Uh, okay. talking to so put him to bed and I'll make you feel comfortable. I'll talk to him? Sure, but they do that tomorrow. Put him to bed now, comfortable. Say, I forgot to ask you. You think those little red ones like lately? Red? Oh, sure. Yeah. Ever? I But that's what I'm asking. Do you think? Oh boy! 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 long, long time. He felt nothing. He saw nothing. And then, suddenly there was a click in his neck, and he finally could open his eyes as pressure on some vital nerve was relieved. Even in his only partly conscious state, the surroundings were familiar enough, and he recognized them. Bradley was conscious, too, of someone bending over him. He thought he recognized who it was, too. But everything kept jumping. The lights hurt his eyes. He still couldn't move his body. Then he discovered he could speak. Just. Pop. 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 son. Yes, it was Pop. And the place was the morgue. The old man went on, oblivious, straightening Bradley out. He was sort of hard of hearing, you see. Bradley tried again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm a wife. The stooped attendant turned, frowning. Had he heard something? Was there something in the room? What was it? And they tried again with tremendous effort. Bob, it's me, Dave Bradley. Mm. It's me, Dave Br- Bradley. Bradley, I'm alive. Get her. Doctor. Quirk. Bradley, Mr. Bradley. all swelled up like that. Nobody knew you. henderson looked troubled and uncertain then he picked up the sheet and folded it mr bradley i told you before no more jokes once tonight is enough mr bradley once is enough and he spread the sheet over the recumbent figure covering it sarge roberts wouldn't stand for me getting fooled again no mr bradley not twice the same night And unhurriedly, he pushed the sliding slab into the compartment and closed the door marked 12. And turned the knob that held it shut. the body of Bradley wrapped in its sheet and safely behind the door of compartment twelve. The old morgue night watchman, Pop Henderson, plodded back to his office and sat down to wait patiently for the end of his shift.